Lights, camera, action. When a script is written that is so bad, no one will film it. These brave podcasters will bring it to life just so they can mock it. This is Table Reads. So the movie's kaput, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Table Reads with Sean McBee and Joshua Baker. And Jeff Lewis is here once again as our Maximus. I'm here. <laughs> there he is. He's here. I've been working Killing on my, I've been working on my whispering all week. Excellent. <laughs> all right. So um we are here for part four now of Gladiator 2 by Nick Cave, which um is probably the best script I've ever read in my life. I know, right? I mean I I have nothing but good things to say about How it. How many other scripts can you say you get over halfway through in and literally Nothing has happened. We've been in a desert of content. Oh man, metaphorical and physically in a desert. In fact, let's let's get caught up on what didn't happen. Previously on Table Reads. Alright, so Maximus is dead. That didn't happen in this movie, that happened in a different movie, and that's why it's the only thing that's happened. He wakes up in the afterlife and then wanders around for a bit always in a straight line that always happens to get him exactly where he needs to be to talk to some gods, to find out, uh, take a tour, a, a detour through Toledo, maybe <laughs> Kansas. I don't know. His his wife and kid are there, but they're not. And then it's a whole thing. Oh, Maria. Uh, and then um, he chest bursts through a dying Christian in some battle and rejoins the world of the living. Yeah, I guess. I forgot about that. Yeah. Wherein uh, his son is now being raised by some Christian guy who, of course, the Christians are persecuted because it's Rome. Gasp. And they're mainly being persecuted by Lucius, who is the now grown son of Commodus from the first movie. Ducious. And yet somehow not emperor. His father was emperor and died when Maximus killed him. Again, in another movie, that's why it's a thing that happened. Um, and now some 60-year-old man is emperor and not him. And I don't know why that is. And the, I, the, I don't the think the this guy died. knows how empires work. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget the almost sex scene we had with the best friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, stay close to your mic. Boom, Otherwise, you get all enough. echoey and terrible. Yeah, there you go. Boom, there we go. <laughs> Just turn it, dude. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, that's all terrible. Everything is bad. Um, they did almost have sex, though. Um, mm, who almost had sex? Him and his best friend. Oh, yeah. They, met at, <laughs> yeah. they, met at they had, like, a romantic... Yeah. At he, the romantic... He, uh, he ran into Jimon Hansu. Yeah. Who took him back to his place his, in the dark. His, he went to go to the blacksmith's shop to lay down some iron. Yeah, and then, and then his wife came down and cock Ruined him. it, yeah. She's like, why is it raining? Why do you have a boner? <laughs> <laughs> You're choosing work over us. So um, that that all happened. And it's it's real. And a monkey died. And <laughs> the monkey now did Maximus die. is getting ready to have a chat with his son, who does not remember him even a little bit. 
fade in. Interior, House of Simon, Rome, Day. A man, Simon, 45 years old, sits in a chair, his face beaten horribly. Blood streams from his nose and from cuts above his eyes. Towering over him is a guard, sweating, his knuckles barked. Barked? What? That's what it says. His knuckles are barked? His knuckles barked. Tree man. Lucius sits in a chair, lean and virile. Again with shipping and virile. Sitting across the room is Rachel, Simon's wife, 35 years old. Her face is a mask of despair. The other guard stands by her. Lucian looks at Simon, enjoying himself. Wait, Lucian or Lucius? Who's Lucian? Lucian? Did he get his name wrong? I mean, he uh-huh. already didn't know his last name. Yeah, he's Because he kept referring to him as Lucius' last name. Bro, there's no... Lu- oh, he's Lucius Lucian. Oh, yes, obviously. <laughs> Lucius Lucian. No, 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 really, the guy's like, what was Commodus' last name? It's after 2000, so I should be able to have the internet, but I'll just write the whole script without looking it up. <laughs> Commodus Fixin' Post was his name. <laughs> Lucian looks at Simon, enjoying himself. That was you, Josh. You played Lucian straight, I believe. Yeah, Lucian. You ran out of care, so now he's forever just a nondescript (laughs) accent. Wait, wait, you said 53. Yeah. Scene 53, page 58. You're rolling the right thing. Or 59, if you count the cover. Uh... I was in the wrong spot, Jeff. You told me I was in the right spot. You were. It was like scene 53. Negative. There's another 53. Oh, shit. I guess this is, there's a lot of desert desert scenes. Right here. right here, enjoying himself. I'll ask you again your leader's name. Simon looks into the eyes of his wife, Rachel. Look at me. Simon's eyes shift and stare at Lucius. Simon says nothing. Lucius nods at his guard. The guard strikes Simon with great force. Simon reels back from the blow, writes himself. But Simon, but still, Simon says nothing. Mommy! Everybody turns in unison and looks at the door leading to the rest of the house. Standing in the doorway is Luke, seven years old. He is dressed in his bedclothes, his hair tussled. Sleep in his eyes. Lucius leans forward in his chair and smiles. Ah, a child. Also, (laughs) this kid wasn't, like, evil in the first movie. His dad was an evil piece of shit, and he witnessed where that got his father. Like, I felt like Maximus was more of a role model to him than his own father. So yeah, I don't mom, see why yeah. he's a bloodthirsty monster. Maybe. But it could have something to do with Nick Cave didn't watch the original movie? Question he just, mark? He just saw the cover. That's what I think I mentioned that. I think he just read the back of the box. The back of the VHS box, yeah. I yeah. believe you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah while yeah, he yeah. was sitting on the pot. Right, he's like, oh, he's like, oh that kid looks like a killer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, that kid looks like a killer. Rachel tries to stand, but the guard presses down on her shoulder. Go to your room! 
That's my Rachel voice. Strong Rachel. Lucius, strong and handsome in his uniform, leans forward with his pale blue eyes, looks at the boy. Come to me, boy. The boy looks at Lucius, terrified but entranced. Lucius smiles. Is this a Shazam oh moment? Oh boy, this, this took a turn. <laughs> Come. This is ancient Rome. Come to me. Hey, fun fact. Uh, Julius Caesar uh, fought with his uncle on the uh, front lines, uh, Augustus Caesar, uh, when he was 13. And Augustus Caesar, like, fucked him in the ass, like, every night. God, oh. Had to get him ready for war. <laughs> this is what war is. You think they'll hear <laughs> your cries? <laughs> the horror. That's Rome for you the guys. The horror. So, uh, yeah. Re- read the last line again. <laughs> come, come to me. With that image in your head, <laughs> read that last line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I set that up. Prepare for <laughs> war, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> the boy moves tenderly toward Lucius. Child, go to your room. Rachel begins to sob uncontrollably. <laughs> the boy moves forward. A fine boy. Yo, is he going to fuck this kid? <laughs> At least something's going to happen, What's Jeff. Happen? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Pedophilia. <laughs> what a plot twist. The boy reaches Lucius. Lucius takes hold of the boy gently. What is your name? Luke. Lucius leans close to the boy. Look at your father, Luke. He is scared. Lucius takes out his dagger. Mock jabs it at Simon. Boo. See? Scared. Simon looks back at Lucius, trembling with fear and rage. Lucius gives the knife to Luke. Here. You do it. Scare your father. The boy looks into Lucius's eyes. Go on. The boy mock jabs the knife in the direction of his father. Boo! Rachel sobs and moans. His name is Cassian! Who was Simon? I don't know. I'll be quiet, woman! <laughs> <laughs> Leave my son alone! Well, hold on. You... You wanted to read that just because you wanted that line, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was born for that. I'm from Alabama, man. That's kind of a... <laughs> Quiet, woman. Quiet. Get back in the kitchen. You know what? Found him a new character. Quiet, woman. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of Simon's run. <laughs> Rachel's going to go get him a beer now. <laughs> <laughs> Got my knife. Take my the boy beer. with you. <laughs> I'm going to go get a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Be back in 35 years. <laughs> Cassian, the school teacher. Lucius sheaths his knife and runs his finger through the boy's mop of hair. Good boy. Interior. Cassian's house. Rome. Day. What is this new thing where we're going to name the city that the location is in every time? Like, okay, everyone got to Rome. We know we're in Rome. Stop? <laughs> it's making sure it's not the desert. It's kind of trained us to be in the desert. This Cassian's time. house. It's like if you... Mountaintop. Desert. <laughs> Cloud like- City. <laughs> Living room, leather couch. It's like, it's like you go through an old script for Friends, and it's like, interior, Joey and Chandler's apartment, New York, day. 
6 p.m. <laughs> Interior, Cassian's house, Rome, day. Marius sits on a chair, holding a rag against his nose. Maximus stands nearby. Light streams through the window of the sparse abode. Maximus and Marius are silent for a time. I suppose I should thank you. No, Marius is his son. Oh, I oh. suppose I should thank you. <laughs> I think you were playing it a little straighter. Than I remember, I remember. My, I got like this weird cracking in my headphones. Can you hear it? I can't hear no, it. No, it must adjust your little cable there. A knobby thing. You throw it. I suppose I should thank you. What you should do is hold your head back. It will staunch the flow of blood. But I cannot thank you. In the gardens of Gethsemane... Geth Gethsemane? 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 When the soldiers came to arrest Christ, his disciple Simon Peter attacked one of the guards. Christ berated him, saying, Put your sword back in its place, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Christ teaches us that violence begets violence, and once it begins, there is no end to it. I know nothing of this. I saw a young man outnumbered. I acted accordingly. But why? I was just... Oh boy. How I conduct my life is no business of yours. I was a soldier in the Roman army. I stood shoulder to shoulder with men of conviction and valor who fought often to the death for something they believed in. That they would lay down their weapons, kneel in the mud, and give themselves up to the enemy's sword. What meaning is there in that? You did not answer my question. Why are you here? What do you want? I am your father. <laughs> Maximus and Marius stare at one another. Maximus walks to the window. My father told me you came to see him. You seem to have made something of an impression on him. Your father loves you very much. My father is a teacher and a wise man. I have learned much from him. Do you know the story of the Apostle Paul? He brought down much havoc on the Christians, but on the road to Damascus, saw blinding light and heard the voice of Jesus. He converted and became Christ's chosen instrument. My father says that there is often great anguish and vexation before one can step from the darkness into the light and hear his voice. Are you touched by that story? No! <laughs> That's fucking gay! What story? <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Thumbs. Are you Christians always going to be like this? Thumbs down. I am not entertained. <laughs> Maximus turns from the window and looks at Marius. Why should I be? My father was referring to you. While your father is telling you stories, there's a man preparing to pour out your blood like water. He will just not slap you in the face, Marius. He will knock out your brains. He will welter <laughs> in your own blood. Marius brings the rag up to his nose. God's will be done. Your God does not seem to have your greater interests at heart. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. This is my faith. And ever... After, shall we always be this insipid and intolerable, <laughs> as that is Jesus's will? Also, we'll get some yachts. Jesus, by thy name, I pray. Amen. <laughs> Maximus turns back to the window. They are silent. This is his, his uh, Cersei season eight impersonation. <laughs> Just staring out the window. I, had, I once had a son. 
We lived on a farm in Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> right outside Kansas City. <laughs> there was a bus and stop then there and a was flying a tornado jet. And, uh, <clears throat> I once had a son. We lived on a farm in Toledo. My son was put to death. His little body hung from a tree in a field. He was seven years old. He was too young to afford the luxury of faith, except to be, <clears throat> except to believe that one day he would see his father come back from the war. Maximus turns to Marius. He never did. What was your boy's name? His name was Marius. Marius looks at Maximus and smiles sadly. Maximus returns it and nods. Yes, and like you, he had a stubborn streak. Maximus steps forward. Listen to me, Marius. Marius! Maximus and Marius turn to see Cassian standing in the doorway. Cassian looks at Marius, who holds the bloody rag to his nose, then looks at Maximus. You were also Cassian. Was I? He's an old man. Marius! What he has happened here? Wait. Were you Cassian? Yeah, was, was it me? Be Cassian? You can be Cassian. Okay. Yeah. Marius <laughs> is becoming like a big player. I'm assuming your guy's about to die. <laughs> Marius! What has happened here? Marius brings down the rag. He smiles. It's nothing, father. I had a little trouble. Maximus assisted me. I must go. Assisted you? What trouble? Maximus turns and moves toward the door. Maximus turns and looks at Marius. Goodbye. It was unnecessarily dramatic. Peace. <laughs> I'm out. Toodles. <laughs> Marius nods at Maximus. Maximus exits the room onto the street. Cassian stares after him. Marius brings the rag back to his nose and tips back his head. Exterior. Street. Rome. Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maximus walks down a street. So you don't think that he walked out of the house in Rome to a different city? Poof, Toledo. <laughs> what actually, city is this again? Actually, maybe it is smart that he said Rome. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, Given exterior desert? <laughs> <laughs> a street in the desert? Oh, <laughs> I would put it past him. Maximus walks down a street. Crowds jostle by, the sun overhead. Well done! Maximus stops and turns. Mordecai stands beside him. God, that's fucking annoying. Poof. This guy just pops in, <laughs> says like three lines, and then peace out constantly. What do you want, Mordecai? It appears that to save your soul, one must not wait. <laughs> oh. It appears that to save the soul, one must deny what is in one's very heart. What are you talking about? One must reject the most natural of instincts. Speak sense, Mordecai, or do not speak at all. What do you want from me? <laughs> How did you get here? Who did you chest burst? <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite color? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Maximus continues to walk down the street. Mordecai tags along. I'm speaking about your son. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the whole line. No exclamation point. Or He's just, hey, what? <laughs> oh, let me give you a few for the editing bay. I feel like I got time. What? What? 
<laughs> Just throw in whichever one of them you yeah, want. Yeah, do a few pickups for us. All right. <laughs> in spite of himself, he's warming to you. Don't you see? I see a young man about to put his head in the jaws of a lion. Speaking of which, Maximus, are you going? Going where? <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> Mordecai stops walking. Maximus continues on. Mordecai throws out his arms. To the games, Maximus, to the games. Exterior, Decius's private zoo. Rome, day. Decius stands in the muddy surrounds of his private zoo. About him are cages of monkeys, a few lions, an antelope, a couple of hyenas. There is a pen with a chained elephant. The zoo is dismal and grim, and the beasts look disconsolate and ill-tended. Decius appears to be distressed. Two workers tie a large tarpaulin onto a cart. Lucius walks toward Decius through the steaming mud. The sun beats down. I need to speak with you, sire. Decius, his face pale and spooked, turns toward Lucius. The portents, Lucius. The portents. Sire? Decius turns back to look at the workers at the cart. This is not a good day. Lucius moves closer to Decius. I have the leader's name. Leader? Which leader? The leader of the Christian movement in Rome. He's a school teacher named Cassian. Do you think the gods are angry, Lucius? Do you think the gods are angry with me? The two workers begin to pull the cart, moving it through the mud. Decius and Lucius observe it as it approaches. I see a great cataclysm moving towards us. I think we must act now, and with conviction. The two workers pull the cart past Decius and Lucius. We see the hoofed legs of a giraffe sticking out from under the tarpaulin. Decius looks on mournfully. Look, last night, the thunderstorm. Sire? My giraffe was struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> One of those days. <laughs> Jesus. The portents. Was a oh, gladiator going to find on. a giraffe? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to picture, just think about this. A screenwriter, any screenwriter, <laughs> sitting down and typing the sentence, my giraffe was struck by lightning. <laughs> and this is... Not a comedy? It's the name of our new our new band. Once again, Lucius should have been like, you're what? <laughs> <laughs> What's a giraffe sign? What is a giraffe? <laughs> it's like a long-necked leopard. <laughs> oh, long, what's a leopard? Long-necked leopard horse. To eat the tops of tall men. No, it's vegetarian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sire, grant me permission to arrest this man. <laughs> Explain lightning to you. <laughs> Which one of your workers did it? <laughs> I will. I will run my fingers through his mop of hair. <laughs> Who attempts to dismantle Zeus? I think this is the third time in the script where we've had two characters having parallel conversations at each other. At each other, yeah. Sire, was it a small boy? Perhaps blonde? Maybe hazel eyed? <laughs> Can I fuck him, please? <laughs> My giraffe was struck by lightning. <laughs> Grant me permission to arrest this man. <laughs> <laughs> I 
fucking is not a man's name, you dumb shit. <clears throat> Should be the next line. <clears throat> it was horrible. Most horrible. Decius turns to Lucius. Remember the edict, Lucius. Sire, these Christians grow stronger by the day. Decius begins to walk. He stops at a monkey cage. Lucius follows. Will I see you at the games, Lucius? Of course, sire. It will be quite a spectacle. And this schoolteacher, sire. Decius continues to look through the bars of the monkey cage. Arrest him, then. The monkey? <laughs> Thank you, sire. Lucius turns to move away. And Lucius... Lucius stops and turns to Decius. Sire! Just that, and no more. As you wish, sire. And see, it was at this point that he realized that when he said, as you wish, what he really meant was, I love you. <laughs> you, know, you know how like screenwriters have like big dreams? For what their script is going to turn into. And sometimes the actor or director can heighten it or lower it. Yeah, yeah. This guy wrote boring shot, reverse shot into the script itself. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, please keep it mediocre. No highbrow stuff for this, please. <laughs> There's monkeys and giraffes dying. <laughs> I want nothing but medium shots. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, every scene with Decius, an animal dies. That's right. <laughs> He's going to arrest the monkey. I hope a hyena. You won't believe it. A yeah, monkey well, threw there was lightning a, at my No, no, no. <laughs> See, so, well, he wasn't in the first scene with the dead rhino, right? The rhino. No, that happened outside rhino. the city. It, it was, didn't make it. It was coming to him. It was him. coming yeah. to him. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the next scene. He's gonna, Did you fucking hear about the rhino? <laughs> my rhino died in route. The what? <laughs> <laughs> the, the fat unicorn. You know. <laughs> anyway, Lucius turns and moves away. Decius continues to look into the monkey cage. <laughs> Table Reads will return after this brief word from our sponsors. What's up, docs and docettes? Trevor Thompson, the self-appointed Looney Tunes critic here, and if you like old cartoons and watching online reviewers dissect them, then you probably said the same thing I did about two years ago. Hey, what the fuck? Watch your language, bud. Every Saturday morning, I do a brand new commentary of a Warner Brothers short. All throughout the month, I do video essays examining the history of these cartoons. Catch my videos on youtube.com slash ferriswheelhouse2, or just use the hashtag LooneyTunesCritic. And now, here's Eric Bauza, the new voice of Bugs Bunny. You've been listening to the Looney Tunes Critic. Ain't he a stinker? Lights, camera, action. So the movie's a good part. Which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Now, back to Table Reads. So this guy has no plan for this script at all. He doesn't know what's going on. He's He hasn't outlined. He hasn't plotted anything out. He literally just sat down and was like, Russell told me to sort out... Uh, wait, Australian accent. Russell mm. told me to sort out uh, him being dead. So I'm uh, gonna do that. I said the first one didn't have animals. You know, they should fought animals. <laughs> Giraffes, monkeys, whatever they can get their hands on. Whatever animals can die, they're gonna die. They're gonna die. They're gonna die passively and not in the scene. So it's not gonna be interesting at all. Right. <laughs> at first, I was like, thinking that 
we would have a guy come in and say, my name is Lightning, and he would strike a draft. <laughs> but then I realized the ASPCA would be all down our throats. That's the Australian <laughs> animal herdy people association. Solid. It just occurred to me that it could have been Thor that killed the giraffe. Because <laughs> we have these gods in the in the, in the story, so it's like, ah, <laughs> sorry. Except, I don't know if you recall, but uh, one of the gods actually is like, there's only one true god. Uh, and he true. wasn't referring to himself. That's true. And he's been busy killing giraffes. I feel like Jesus could have lightning, right? But, uh, oh, for sure. Why not? But he was like, oh, so uh, to avoid the ASPCA, we were just like, figure we'll just ship in some already dead animals. <laughs> just, oh, look what happened. It's a shame. How terrible that thing that happened over there. Sire? Well, since they shut down the Gladiator games, you had to have somewhere to fill the time. That monkey was his champion. <laughs> the champion. Fade in. He's a gladiator too. Interior, the forge, Rome, day. Maximus helps Juba in his workshop. Juba is uh is is Jimon Hansu. He's helping him in the workshop. Air quotes. Here we go. We call him Bay. <laughs> Juba, Jubei. shirtless, his muscles rippling, mm. fires up the furnace with a great pair of bellows. The fire roars. Oh, yeah, it does. Both men sweat in the heat. Juba shouts over the noise of the furnace. Uh, who wants to be Juba? It's not me. I can't take another uh, hit. I'll do it. Was I Juba? Or I, I, thought, I, thought, Juba. I thought you were Juba. Maybe I was. Maybe I was. <clears throat> I received a commission today. Oh, it was definitely you. Yeah, yeah. His, yeah. Maximus throws coal into the furnace. Of an official capacity, Juba squeezes the bellows. <laughs> the flames roar. The two men shout. <laughs> A commission for what? <laughs> Juba kicks the door of the furnace shut with his foot. It clangs. Clang! And the noise abates. Fetters, Maximus. Leg irons. Maximus looks at Juba. Juba looks at Maximus. Thank you for writing that. <laughs> I mean, just really... Thanks for Look that. Look at me! <laughs> 100 pairs. Juba picks up a large skin of water and pours it over sleek, black head. I'm done. I'm out. No, no, no. Say it slower. <laughs> pours it over his... He drinks Sleek. from the skin, then throws it to Maximus. Maximus drinks. I still carry the scars from them. As do I. But money, my friend. Juba pulls at a lever that draws a heavy chain connected to a metal tray toward the furnace. He grunts as he does it. Is money. Juba releases the lever. The chain slackens. The tray rests at the mouth of the furnace. I saw my son again today. <laughs> <laughs> I saw my son again today. I saw him. And I said to him, I said, Did you? Do you know? <laughs> do you know what Mrs. Fleming's son down the road is my doing? My word. He's again? A now. He's making $100,000 a year. Again. Why are you such a slacker? This, 
He wants to move back into the house. I can't believe you let him come inside. No way. (laughs) (laughs) This is like the most useless shot talk I've ever seen. This is like meant for a gay porn. It does. Yeah. It's just shot talk. He's like, he's like, guess what? Business is a booming. And he's like, saw my son today. (laughs) (laughs) Business is a booming. I was... <laughs> I don't know what a boom is yet. <laughs> Would you like me to put on some tea? <laughs> Shit got crazy. I electrocuted a giraffe last night. <laughs> Juba. Juba stops working and stands and faces Maximus. Oh? What do you want to know about the Christians? No, what? Oh, shit. Sorry. <clears throat> what do you know about the Christians? Me? Not much. Your son is a Christian? Yes. What is it they say? No rain, blame the Christians. Rain, blame them anyway. These are dangerous times, Maximus. Were they in a, were they any other way? Ju- <laughs> yeah. Were they yeah, any this, other way? This guy who used to be a slave forced into life and death battle on the daily is like, these are hard times. <laughs> <laughs> Shit be rough in the streets. He's <laughs> gotten more Jamaican as he started <laughs> Things are very difficult. <laughs> Pass me another beer. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to oh, roll another one. It's Aerie up in here right now. They give caught in right now. The Boomba Clot reading, man. Fire was raging last night, brother. <laughs> We're going to get so many subscribers. Oh, man. <laughs> He's going to cash out twice this week. <laughs> so many nuggets. Don't think about it too hard, Sean. They didn't. Uh, Juba piles lumps of metal onto the tray. What should I do? Juba drags the chain that lifts the tray. He locks the winch. He stops. Strength of purpose, Maximus. Your son must possess that. He does. He's a strong young man. Then perhaps he should be allowed to live his own life. Juba kicks open the door of the furnace. The fire roars. Maximus stares into the flames. And we, then we Because like, heaven forbid he should do anything. We just fade back into that guy staring into the monkey cage. I feel like we read it wrong. I think we were supposed to be yelling at each other the whole time. He does. No, the sound went down when he closed the furnace. Oh, yeah, yeah, because okay. it was loud. I really wanted to yell all these questions was my only thing. <laughs> Were there any other way? What should I do? <laughs> what happens when I run out of question marks? <laughs> Interior, Cassian's house. Rome, morning. Cassian and Marius sit at a table. They are eating. Cassian breaks a lump of bread and passes it to Marius. There is a silence between them. After a time, Cassian leans forward and addresses Marius. Remember when I found you, Marius? My memory is dim, father. I was seven years old, but I have heard you tell the story many times. All those dying children, and you walked through the halls of the hospital untouched, like you were protected from the pestilence, looking for your mother. Father? I knew you were exceptional the moment I saw you. Father. I knew great good would come from you. What is troubling you, Father? 
Well, he ran out of question marks. <laughs> he just had ellipses. Father? Father? Father. I had a dream last night. A dream? I saw you in a field. A wheat field. You were engulfed in great darkness. Father? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> oh, listen to this line of direction. Cassian leans forward and grabs his Marius by the wrist. <laughs> Hold true, Marius. Marius stares at Cassian. Father? Father? He said it again. Father! Father! <laughs> Father? You should read him like one of the seagulls from Finding Nemo. Father? Father? I mean, Father? What kind of a conversation Hi. would that be? Is like Josh? He's Josh. Like, hey, yeah, I went the other day. Jeff. Josh. Jeff. 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 Oh, Jeff. No. Josh. No, maybe he. Maybe he's like a little kid. He's like, Dad. 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 Hey. Dad. Dad. I'm Christian. Look, I'm crossing myself. Dad, Dad. Christ, look Christian. Look, look, I'm on the cross. I'm Jesus. I, look what I'm doing. Look. Look at me. Shut up! I'm trying me. to tell you about the weed field. <laughs> I don't care about the weed field. Not again. <laughs> Cassius <laughs> stares into Marius's eyes. He still looks forward. Hold true. Marius and Cassian stare at one another. And that is the end of yet another pointless scene where not God. a fucking thing Damn. happens. Oh, these are bad. At least we're burning through it, though. Are we, though? I we're don't. not. We're not are even we? pages in. Like, I'm oh, shit. not looking at the numbers. I I'm feel just... like the only thing burning is my soul. <laughs> Why are we here? To be expected. <laughs> Interior, classroom, Rome, midday. Thank God we're still in Rome. Cassian sits at the front of his classroom because Nick Cave doesn't understand how transitions work. And you don't just have a conversation with these two people and then cut to this guy Poof. at a different place at a different... Like, cut away to something. Poof. Yeah, the conversation And then just come stopped. back to them. And then they walk to school to yeah. have the conversation continue. No, no, no. The conversation no time passed. And then they stared at one another. <laughs> that was the end of the scene. Two characters staring at each other. With his last words being, hold true. Hold true. And then they stare at one another. Father? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> Father. 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 I must say Father. my words. Oh, I forgot language. Father! <laughs> I tell you what I know. Daddy! Da-da. Interior classroom, Rome, midday. Cassian sits at the front of his classroom. He teaches his ten students. Sardis has a bandage across his nose. There is an obvious tension in the room. Marius sits at the back of the class. Cassian recites Horace. The students the students scratch notes with their pens. What god can the people call as the Empire totters? What prayer shall the virgin priestesses use to employ Vesta, who leans away from their chants and listens less and less? Cassian stops reading. What is Horus saying here? The students look at Cassian, saying nothing, as the door bursts open and Lucius enters with three guards. Lucius, handsome in his uniform... <laughs> Moves to the front of the class. Cassian makes to stand. Can I just mention how many times this man wants to mention how handsome Lucius is? Every dude is jacked, handsome, 
Slick, like slick and gleaming. And also, also talking about how handsome they are at points where it is, it's not relevant. This guy's like, boom, I'm here to arrest you. He's so handsome. And every boy in the room gasped. <gasps> oh, I'm so entranced. Lucian. It's Lucius Lucian. <laughs> it's like the when they wrote Fight Club, they were like, <laughs> Tyler Durden smashes... Uh, Jared Leto's face into nothing, looking so handsome while he does it. <laughs> Glistening. His his pecs rippling. <laughs> Screams, we like this place, Lou. Face yeah. bloody mess. <laughs> Abs jacked. <laughs> uh, handsome in his uniform, moves to the front of the class. Cassian makes the stand. What is this? Lucius pushes down on Cassian. Stay where you are, old man, and do not move. That's the same thing two times. You just told me to stay same where thing. you are, old man, and don't and move don't a move. muscle. Stay silent and not moving. Sit down and don't stand. Uh, ADD ran rampant, so it'd be, you stand there and they're like, Whoa. freeze! Put your hands up. Wait, what? Which? Please stop moving. You come for me here. In my place of work, I insist you leave. That's never worked. That's how that works. <laughs> Cassian again attempts to stand. Again, Lucius pushes him down roughly, then leans in close, drawing a finger to his lips. Oh, boy. I hate this. <laughs> can, can I? He just licks him. <laughs> Don't move. <laughs> Don't move, you'll get another licking. <laughs> Why do you have a boner? <laughs> I'm handsome. <laughs> because you know they have those little like leather skirts. Yeah. So just the, the middle the middle strap is just like womp. Don't move. <laughs> no, I need to sit down. Stay there, or it will get messy. <laughs> Lucius reaches oh god. Lucius reaches down, tears open the neck of Cassian's robe, and yanks free. The fish symbol Cassian wears on the thong around his neck. The students watch Lucius in a mixture of terror and awe. Marius sits at the back in his seat, pale and silent. You are students, are you not? Scholars? Learned young men? Then answer me this. Lucius leans forward, stares at the students with his pale eyes. Does Rome stand deep-fixed and deathless as in the time of the great Caesars? Lucius extends his arms. He raises his eyebrows, questioningly. No, I think not. Does she prowl the world hungry and fearless and all-powerful? Again, I think not. Do the gods sit mighty and well-pleased in the heavens and bestow on her her just rewards? No, and again, no. I think not. Lucius holds out the fish symbol for the students to see. Rome weeps and this little fish swims in her tears. Lucius lets the symbol swing as he addresses the students. A fish. A little fish. Hidden around an old man's neck. Lucius begins to walk among the students, swinging the symbol. The earthquakes have ripped this mighty empire asunder, charged this little fish. The infernal plagues and disease, the hellish pestilence that ravages our land, charged this little fish. 
Lucius passes Sardis, who looks on in veneration. The droughts and terrible floods that have devastated the provinces. The fish. The little fish. Lucius leans over Marius and swings the symbol before his eyes. Marius sits rigid. The mad weather. The diabolical rage of the gods. I say again, charge this fish. Lucius returns to the front of the classroom. And charge that one that wears it. This man here spits in the eyes of the gods themselves. He's the enemy of us all. Lucius grabs Cassian by his hair and pulls back his head so that Cassian stares up into Lucius's hate-filled face. Deny it! Cassian looks into Lucius's pale eyes but says nothing. Deny it! Lord, forgive this man. Lucius trembles with rage. Cassian stares into Lucius's eyes. I knew your mother. She was a good woman. She is with God and all his angels now. Lucius's face twists in fury. Marius stands. Father! Lucius scoops up Cassian's pen in his fist. Cassian looks at Marius. My son. You dog! Lucius raises the pen above his head and buries it in Cassian's neck. Blood pumps out. Lucius stands over Cassian opens his arms and calls forth the students. Come, come. <laughs> the students, led by Sardis, surge forward and stab Cassian to death with their pens. Marius stands at the back of the classroom, paralyzed with horror. Lucius looks up and points to Marius with one bloody finger. Seize him. Marius leaps from his seat and rushes at the door. The guards scrabble to lay a hold of him. Marius flees. Seize him! The three guards exit the classroom in chase of Marius. Exterior. Streets of Rome. Rome. Midday. That's what it should say. Rome. 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 Marius charges into the street. He pushes his way past pedestrians. The three guards follow, hot on his heels. Marius turns down a smaller street. The guards follow. Exterior, Garden Square. Rome, midday. Marius runs into the em an empty square, surrounded by stone benches. A man lies asleep on one of them. There are seven olive trees and a fountain in the center. That's very specific. There are seven olive trees and one fountain. There were ten... <clears throat> there were ten students. No more. Yeah. Just ten. All in caps. All ten students, He talks students, to his yeah. ten students. As if they are a single unit. We are ten students. <laughs> we are the classroom. <laughs> I I'm, miss I'm <just> fighting. <laughs> yeah, you remember how there were fights in the first movie? You know the last the last script we had? That badass, like, evil, evil meetup where they were all like, crazy and everything was metal and if you walked over that line and you hadn't killed somebody you died right <laughs> this is there's nothing happening joshua this is bad enough without being reminded of good things i i just keep hoping i don't need the contrast <laughs> the best part of this 
that's happened in the last few minutes is Cassian is dead, so at least he doesn't feel any more time. <laughs> there's no more useless dialogue from we him. We know there's an afterlife in this world, though. Shit, he's coming back. Also, yeah, Mordecai's bringing him back. Hey, guys! Can I just bring up the fact that um, we got all these Christians here, and we've got this... We started in an afterlife that was not, not the Christian. Christian afterlife. Yeah. So that guy's in for a rude awakening right now. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Jesus was alive. <laughs> I stood there and got stabbed by 10 pens for nothing. <laughs> I taught my son to be a pussy for nothing. And now I have to hang around these washerwomen on this weird coast in this desert with this one road that goes everywhere I could ever need to go. I was right about the fish, though. <laughs> <laughs> and as, as he gets more angry, he turns into Richard Kind. <laughs> I was... It was all pointless. What's that temple? I'll worship them. And there's a bunch of gods in there, and then one of them tells me there's only one god, but why am I not in his afterlife? This movie is bad. There's no gladiating. No. Nothing's happened. The most metal thing happened was the giraffe got struck by lightning. Not even on scene. Not like, even we didn't get to see it. Yeah, see like... it. Fucked up, man. God damn it. <laughs> this but is, this they is like... did order chains, which means the gladiators are going to come back. Please. This is like a story about a story. You know what? Like, <laughs> also, if Juba's making these chains, what do you think the chances are they're going to be like, hmm, before we take delivery of these uh, leg shackles, can you prove to us they work? Why don't you go ahead and uh, try a pair on? <laughs> oh, they do work. Great. You can march over to this cart. It's like if Plot Apollo, it's like if Apollo 11 was just about them going over safety regulations. Yeah, like they never out. got to the yeah. they never got to the launch. Yeah, yeah, that's what it feels like. The fuck. I'm trying to figure out where I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're lost in the in the cap trees. in the caps. Seven, seven olive trees, trees and a fountain in the center. How many guards? Three Mar guards. Marius stumbles. Three guards plus seven olive trees <laughs> equals ten students. <laughs> Nick Cave has Asperger's confirmed. Nick Cave math. <laughs> um, Marius stumbles. The guards pour into the square. Marius writes himself. He looks to the left, to the right. The three guards grab hold of Marius. Marius struggles. Let him go. The three guards turn to see Maximus standing at the entrance to street. Okay, I didn't misread that. At standing the at the entrance to street. <laughs> from which they have just come. Daytime. The three guards turn to face Maximus. Maximus draws his sword. The three guards move towards Maximus. Maximus moves towards the guards. Oh, this is great. This is the best sentence in the entire script. Oh, read it. <laughs> They fight, and Maximus cuts them down. Yeah. <laughs> they fight. Hold on. Hold it on. It sounds like. He literally spent more time describing them walking toward one another than he did the fight. This sounds like a first grader wrote it. They fight, and Maximus cuts them down. <laughs> and Ken Watanabe lets them fight. Let them fight. 
<laughs> Maximus stabs. The sword goes into his belly. The Who belly is bleeding the from the sword. A hundred <laughs> guys with swords. Three, Fifty elephants running through. Three gods with swords. Swords. They fight, and Maximus cuts them down. Ah. The three guards lie dead around the fountain. Marius stands, speechless. Maximus sheathes his sword and grabs Marius. Your turn. Gum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ah. Marius <laughs> stares at the dead guards, frozen with fear. Gum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maximus leads Marius away. Lucius enters the garden square. Lucius looks at the three guards sprawled dead around the fountain, under the seven olive trees. Three guards <laughs> under seven olive trees. He really cut them up. <laughs> Lucius sees Maximus and Marius before they disappear into the adjoining street. He stares out with his pale eyes, a knot of muscle working in his jaw. The sleeping man sits up on the stone bench. It is Mordecai. Mordecai surveys the scene. Dear, oh dear. Fade out. So it's a little under an hour right now, but I just could not. I, I, hashtag can't even. I'm just real, real eager right now to go drink some liquid plumber. <laughs> Come. I mean, father. At, father. At least you don't have egg on your face. Here I was <laughs> complaining, no fight scenes, and then what was the next sentence? A fight. It's true. Sort of. A single sentence of a fight. Use your imagination. <laughs> he cut him down. I really want the next like scene of dialogue to be, come, father, come, father, <laughs> come, father. <laughs> You're his dad. <laughs> come, father, come, father. <laughs> it's rough. It's really rough. And Set. then they stare at each other. No, no, keep staring. No, no I'm not. I'm, I'm reading into the character here. He's digging, digging in, Look, looking deep. Going full method. Come. All right, I got some important things to talk about. Uh, first, we are now on iHeartRadio. Oh, man. Whoa, we did it. We have been for about a month, but uh, they didn't alert me. And finally, I was like, hey, what the fuck? It's been three months that you've been, like, processing it or whatever. And they're like, oh, no, we added you a month ago. Here's your fucking link. Anyway... Um, if you want to find us on iHeartRadio or any platform that you like, just type in the name of that platform, .tablereadspodcast.com, and it'll redirect you. So, iHeartRadio.tablereadspodcast.com, Apple.tablereadspodcast.com, Stitcher, you get the idea. We're on all the platforms. We're everywhere. We're like the Borg. Yeah, we are all around. Everywhere. And resistance is futile. You yeah. will listen to this You will podcast. listen to the shitty scripts. I want you to go to all those places, and I want you to click the like button and the subscribe button. I want 15 copies of this podcast on your phone every week. 
15 notifications. I want you to download them and watch them all simultaneously. Listen. Listen. That's what I said. You don't listen. They listen to them all simultaneously. They they can watch the little play thing move across the screen real slowly. (laughs) Supporting the shit out of these guys. Just stare at, like, really, really focus on this podcast and nothing. I don't want you doing laundry while you listen to this podcast. I want you stirring at the screen. Stare at your phone and just watch the little, the little. Look at Jeff dressed like a gladiator. Yeah. The playhead, yeah. Do that on the way to work so you're productive too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's safe to do that. Smash that subscribe button. Uh, if you're looking at me, I'll get you there, man. I'm Write there. us a review. We'd like to know what you think of us. We probably would not like to know that. No, I'd love to know. We should. Tell we us, should tell know. us what you don't like yeah. about us. Yeah, just write a comment. Come on, anything. Come. Come. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at the Table Reads, on Instagram at the Table Reads, on Facebook at. Uh, Is it the Table Reads? It's no, it's facebook.com slash table reads. Oh. So if YouTube is the kind of place that you want, you can go to youtube.tablereadspodcast.com and find our YouTube channel that way. Oh and my God. Subscribe there because when we get 100 subscribers, we can get a, an actual like YouTube slash table reads. But we can't do that yet <laughs> because you haven't subscribed. Don't you feel bad now? You should subscribe. I hate our audience. You know, I hope I hope they're writing a draft when it gets struck by lightning. <laughs> it's a sad little monkey. Also, Stop feeding it milk. If you need someone very talented for your voiceovers and you can't afford who's famous for voiceovers? I don't know. Mark Hamill. You can't afford Mark Hamill. Here I am, yeah. Go to a go to JoshuaJBakerVO.com. JoshuaJBaker.com. Just my name. Oh, JoshuaJBaker.com. Or you can follow him on Instagram. JoshuaJBakerVO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's where it was. I knew it's, I wasn't making shit up. On the social medias. Yeah. So find JoshuaJBaker.com for all your voiceover needs that are. Not Mark Hamill. So long as I don't have to say father or come, I think I'll be pretty happy. And I'm there to pick yeah, up that's, that's, that's my that's my project. Come, and, uh, yeah, I always have Jeff with me just in case. For all your fathers that need to come, that's, that's me. Hit me up. <laughs> Josh knows how to get me. Everybody, we will see you next week. And until then, we'll miss you. Fade in. No! Oh, started again! <laughs> This podcast was created by Sean McBee. For more, visit TableReadsPodcast.com. Cut to black.